Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here coming at you with another episode of the Life of a Fighter podcast. Just like every episode, this one is brought to you by our shop, lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. Check out all of our amazing services, products, clothing, supplements, all that good stuff and more. Um, The two big things, just like always, our fitness nutrition vault and our pro coaching programs, those are our two most popular. And I've really put a lot of energy and resources into developing those two for 2020. So I'm really excited to have that for you guys. I'd love to hear your feedback, especially those that are currently um, utilizing them. Thanks, Thanks for all the feedback and input and looking forward to hearing more. Without further ado, let's jump into today's podcast. And today, I actually had something completely different planned, believe it or not. Um, but I actually happened to see my daughter put on a hat before I left the house. And it gave me an idea that I thought would be a really good topic to talk about on the podcast that's applicable in a lot of different ways. And I have this hat from uh, my buddy and gym owner and coach, Johnny Buck. And Johnny Buck runs Rogue Combat Club. He's a retired professional fighter. He's been on the podcast before. Um, you can check back to our prior um, podcast episodes, episodes to hear about him. And yeah, he, he first off, you know, I've talked about him in a bunch of different ways for a bunch of different topics. And one of the things um, that he has at the gym is some awesome apparel, has like shirts, hats, rash, all that good stuff. The point is, the message he has on there is embrace violence. And even when my wife first saw that, I got a hat um, that, that I brought home from the gym. She was like, hey, that's crazy. Don't wear that out in public. I don't want Lena to be having that. It kind of caught her off guard. And I think a lot of times when people see that, it's like one of two ways. It's like, yes, 100%, I get it. Or whoa, absolutely not. That's completely the wrong direction. And I think there's a misunderstanding to at least my interpretation of it. I can't speak for Johnny, obviously, so I'm not going to try. I'm just going to speak my perspective on it, why I like that statement and why I think it's applicable to all of you listening, whether it's, you know, for the parents out there, whether it's, you know, your corporate professionals, your athletes, your students, whomever it is, whatever your kind of um, area or reason for training is or thinking about training or all that, I think embrace violence applies. And my thought process behind this is I'll start with my daughter for an example. Um, she's only a year and a half, but... I'm going to raise her in an environment, me and, me and Ashley, that's my wife, we both agreed that we want to raise her in an environment that's going to expose her to all different types of people and um, topics, content, and, and just all those things so that she has a really good base to pull from as she's older. And to me, part of that completed childhood or complete upraising um, is not the violence piece necessarily, but the exposure to it and the embracing concept so that you're not 
estranged to it when it decides to show its head. Because guess what? No matter how you live your life, one way or another, you're going to face violence. Now, that doesn't mean I'm saying you're going to go out and get punched in the face or should look for that or anticipate for that specifically. But violence doesn't just have to be physical, just like abuse or trauma or any variable of that word. You have to be prepared for it. And there's a great quote um, that I saw on Facebook that circulates a lot and that we share at the gym. And I'm sure you guys may or may not have seen. And it's just because you close your eyes doesn't mean the monsters go away. So that idea, kind of loving that up, means you know there's bad people out there. There's people that are going to look to take advantage of you. Whether you decide to not participate or not doesn't take those people out of the equation. Now, again, I'm going to reinforce this idea. I'm not saying you know go train at your local martial arts uh, facility and go out and kick people's ass. That's not what I'm saying here. I think though, by embracing the training, by embracing martial arts as a whole, there's so much to be gained. And honestly. The few times I've been in confrontations outside of a controlled setting, it's been to support and either protect myself, my family, or my loved ones, um, which I'm glad and thankful for that opportunity because it would have went other ways. And there was actually times I've walked away from fights where otherwise I would have been in danger um, because of my martial arts training, knowing and sensing, hey, this is more dangerous than I'm even willing to accept right now or handle or I'm comfortable. Let's leave the situation. And that's another part of embracing violence by training in martial arts, by training and exposing yourself to it. You can recognize not only how to handle yourself in a situation, but how to remove yourself from a situation that goes beyond your level of comfort. And I think that, again, that applies not only for like, let's say, hey, you're like, you know what? I got a gun. I feel good. And that's great. Cool. Or, or I don't believe in guns. Cool. Great. That, regardless of all those kind of topics. And I think this even applies to that too. If, you know, I, I'm going to raise my daughter to train and shoot a gun. And I'm obviously going to invest in my own training for that as well before obviously I let her. But at a certain point in her life, I want her to be extending all my kids, my daughter on the way and all the kids that I have with Ashley, we want to expose them to all those things. And that doesn't mean that I think my way is the only way and I'm right, you're wrong or whoever. So wherever you're at on this, I respect that. But I think the bigger takeaway is if you embrace this concept of violence and training in martial arts, not only are you going to protect yourself and your loved ones um, by being able to physically do that, but actually being able to remove yourself, but also there's a tremendous amount of benefit, whether it's the physical side of things and training and, and exercise, whether it's the bond and community that you get from it and oxytocin being released and all the thereafter reactions because of that, whether it's um, the psychological benefit and the mental health side of it, whether it's the nutrition side, because obviously in in a martial arts facility, you're not going to directly learn how to eat healthier. But guess what? When you start training and you start taking care of yourself or you notice if you're already training, as you level up and you get more and more conditioned and challenge your body physically, nutritionally, you have to step your game up too. Otherwise, you're never going to break through to that next plateau or get to where you want to be. And I think by having that you know, kind of external stimulus at a facility, martial arts gym or whatever have you, or having that kind of training in your life to one capacity or another, it allows you to realize how much all these variables play a role and where they all fit into your life. So again, to me as as like a recap for this embracing violence thing and like why I have my daughter um, training even already, like I'm already training her in martial arts. She's a year and a half. She's not obviously able to like fully grasp all the pieces, but guess what? She knows how to throw a punch. She knows how to throw a kick. She understands grappling. Whether she realizes it or not, she does it. Me and her wrestle all the time. Me and her do jujitsu all the time. Me and her spar all the time. She just doesn't, re- she's just playing. And that's the other piece too, is when she's progressively old enough, now she's learning all the responses and reactions. I'm also progressively teaching her like the times it's appropriate for it and not. And that's the other piece for whether it's kids, yourself, or anyone in this variation of training is knowing when it's time to implement and use and when it's time to just leave it at the wayside or, or leave it behind. 
And that's, I think, important for kids, like whether it's bullying, whether it's confidence, whether it's health or any variation of those things, if you choose to not educate them on it, they're going to be at a disadvantage. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's going to solve everyone's problem for everything. But guess what? I don't see martial arts hurting whatever the situation is, whether it's anger problems, whether it's health, mental or physical, whether it's boredom, whether it's an addiction. Like, again, I'm not saying this is a cure-all or a solve, but I don't see it as a negative. Obviously, especially for physical things or health-related things, talk to your doctor, reach out to us and we'll help you connect with a medical professional to see on the the health side of things if it's any kind of contraindications or, or limitations. But there's never been a time where I've talked to someone and said, oh yeah, martial arts had a negative impact on my life. I, I don't think I've heard even one story. Um, and I'm sure there's people out there that have had bad experiences. So I'd be curious to kind of hear from anyone that's listening. If you've had one, I'd love to talk to you about it personally, not obviously in a public platform, but just to have that conversation and see what kind of happened and see if there's something that can be kind of resolved from there or taken away and, and have a positive ultimately from it. But yeah, embracing violence, I think is a really, really important concept that I thought was fun to talk about today. Like I was saying, I had something completely different. I wanted to talk about a little bit more related to like goal setting and health and actually neurotransmitters, but I'm going to save that for another podcast. And today I wanted to talk about how, why I trained my daughter to embrace violence and what that's going to mean for her and why I'm so passionate about Johnny's um, thought process, or at least I can't say his thought process because I don't want to tap and speak for him. Um, but saying what that statement is and why I'm so passionate about, it, I think that's a really great perspective on things, um, is that you can't run from it. You can't just close your eyes and the monsters are gone. They're still there. They're lurking and you have to be, whether it's mentally or physically or combination of both prepared. And honestly, nine times out of 10, you're never going to really implement the training. Hopefully that's the whole point of doing it, but all the other benefits, even take violence out of it, just embracing that lifestyle. Because the idea here, even if you quote like old samurais and the training from that days is it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. So I, I use that in a lot of different ways in, in my life, whether it's, you know, if I want a certain type of food in my house or I don't, whether it's healthy or unhealthy, I'd rather have the healthy foods and not need them and then say, all right, cool, I'll save that for another day. Then need those healthy foods and not have them and then have to be in a situation where I'm going to make bad decisions or for training purposes, I have the equipment that I need and not use it versus needing that equipment and not having it. Same thing for training martial arts or anything else like that. I'd rather have that discipline. And it makes me think of it too, because this past weekend I competed and it was good to get back into a grappling competition because since I retired from, from professional fighting and, and Muay Thai, I haven't really competed um, in the last two years. So it would be good to kind of get back to that and realize the value there. And like, honestly, if you've ever gone to a tournament or a martial arts kind of event, there's never a fight or very seldomly there's some kind of confrontation. If there is, it's usually related to the event itself and maybe with a referee and an individual and not like the participants there. There's never like brawls. Like, like if you go to a Yankee game, for example, like being from New York and like going to Yankee games and being in the Bronx and like you see fights all the time. And I'm not saying that sports equals violence either. I'm just saying that interestingly, if you observe in martial arts, there's very seldomly conflict. And I don't think it's because they're, you know, um, 
they're incapable of the violence. It's because that we embraced it and that we understand what it looks like and realize how detrimental it can be and realize you don't want to go there and there's nothing to prove. So I thought that was valuable, hopefully for all you guys, again, whether it's you're a professional and you're, you're thinking about training, you're like, ah, I don't know, or you're not thinking about it and you just listen to this because you're into health and fitness. I challenge you or you're uh, a parent or stay at home mom or stay at home wife or, or any var- working mom, anyone, any variation of that, or you're a kid in school or you're an athlete and you're, you're actually training in different discipline. I challenge you um, in, in a positive way to incorporate martial arts into your life and see if it doesn't make a difference. And if you're not sure how to do that, reach out to us, message me. Um, again, even I'm going to point to our, I'm going to have a cheap plug here, Fitness Nutrition Vault. We not only have great content, workouts, meal plan templates, all that good stuff, podcasts, fighter guides. We have videos for technique as well as philosophy, tutorials, and things like that. Now, again, this does not replace going into an actual facility and working with a coach. Um, I think to me, the way I think of it is it's a supplement and it's something to do in complement to having a facility or training. It's like, you can work out from home too. That's also another option. But nine times out of 10, once you get to a certain point, you're going to do better going to a gym. Same thing to me in the martial arts world. You may even be able to like have a mirror and have videos set up and do some basic technical stuff on your own and, and then, you know, get it tightened up. Like look at the Gracie system. I'm not a huge fan of the Gracie online jujitsu program, but there's something to that where you can work your techniques, video it, get tips and critiques and then get better. But eventually you're going to hit a plateau where you need to be in a facility. You need to be coached. So that's something I challenge you guys take one step towards your martial arts journey today if you haven't already. And if you have taken a step in your martial arts journey, what's the next step? How can you challenge yourself and embrace violence even more? So that's kind of my two cents on embrace violence and a little impromptu change in topic. I hope you guys enjoyed. I'd love to hear your feedback. And I just appreciate you guys as always. Later, y'all. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.